Welcome back to Akira Minute, the only English language podcast that picks apart, crumble by crumble, the 1988 landmark anime Akira, one minute at a time. Some might say minute by minute. It's another way to say that. Uh, I'm your host, Richard Dunham from DunhamRC.com. And I'm Jack Stovold. Another host of yours from theapecast.libson.com. And this week we are blessed with a guest. A guest bless. Hi, I'm Major Medina from reflexpoint.podbean.com. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Uh, you made it back to the studio. The uh, receptionist didn't give you too much trouble getting in. She didn't. I just aborted. I have my carry-on with me, and uh, she's been a sweetheart. Can you <laughs> oh, say that? Great. Can you say that nowadays? <laughs> you dig <tiguran. laughs> okay. Today, Major Medina is helping us talk about minute 37 of Akira. 37 starts with the playground crumbling around a childhood Tetsuo. And it ends with a wizened, bed-bound girl talking about her dream. <laughs> all got dreams and maybe kind of his dream is to be a, a soccer star but uh maybe he should find an actual soccer ball <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you a volleyball it is right <laughs> yeah it's a volleyball is it yeah okay and this will tell you how much i know about sports i did <laughs> i did have to google volleyballs and soccer balls and i was like i'm pretty sure soccer balls don't look like that Maybe this is what I came up with. It was a tether ball. Oh, there you go. And, uh, hmm. you know, the string broke and it was just hanging around the playground. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes soccer such a uh, global phenomenon. You can play it with like a bunch of rags tied together, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they originally did it with a human head. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the orphanage. So it's an orphaned tether ball. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why he looks so sad? <laughs> I don't. Kanado looks pretty happy though. <laughs> but yeah, before that, we do see the uh, the shadow of the skyscraper fall over Tetsuo as we see the reverse angle of the uh, the slide. Yeah, yeah. That that building uh, beginning to crumble before we see that reverse shot is beautiful. I, I love shots like that. Oh, just the uh, like in silhouette. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful backdrop of the sunset and then the silhouetted building just, just crumbling, uh, coming apart. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, but I love it. No, it's totally cool, and you're not weird. I mean, you are, but it's, <laughs> it's the right kind of not weird. Not for that, yeah. yeah. The right kind. Got it. <laughs> it's my kind of weird. It's my kind of scum, fearless and inventive. <laughs> <laughs> And we see the uh, crumbling. And then Tetsuo, the mighty Tetsuo, uh, he starts to uh, base. It looks like uh, Thanos got him. The snap. <laughs> I, so I have to admit. <laughs> I don't feel so good, Mr. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit that. And I know it gets worse later on. But 
it's this kind of body horror in yeah. that that truly gave me nightmares as a kid. Yeah, this is pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're lucky you didn't get past five minutes when you were nine years old. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> yeah, he's literally crumbling, and it's uh, it's very dramatically illustrated. And whenever whenever you have a shot like this, I always wonder because because of their face and and. Is it that there's no pain involved in it and it's purely just what is happening to me right now because either there's shock or, or truly is no pain? Or is there pain, but that's superseded by the fact that your hands are crumbling like rocks? You know, I don't know if you if you ever have these dreams, but like where all your teeth are falling out. Yes. I think it's pretty common. And uh-huh. I imagine it's like that because that is usually not painful in the dream when it's happening, but it is. Right horrifying and you're like oh god i'm falling apart yeah and and i guess i do take some solace in the idea that there's no that at least there's no pain involved yeah like okay i'm going to dissolve in mere seconds here but at least it doesn't hurt i don't know maybe i'm that uh, uh, averse to to pain physical pain yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think there's probably you know some amount of shock i mean if it were really happening or if if you were shot and your and your guts were falling out, you probably wouldn't feel the pain right away. You'd just be, like I said, kind of in shock, kind of a daze. Yeah, yeah, it's true. A chilling look at things to come. Okay. Yeah, yeah I guess uh, yes. this. I mean, I guess Tetsu is getting used to the. Yeah, just yesterday, he saw his guts spilling out and also right. the ground crumbling beneath him. Then, so it's like used to himself and other things falling apart and disturbing visions by now this shit again yeah yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> he's, like, he's playing soccer with a volleyball what the hell is happening in this world <laughs> that's the most disturbing <laughs> world is it <laughs> it's neo tokyo town <laughs> and he wakes up uh well they well before the, the most creepy thing about this is seeing everything crumbling including himself everything in shadow and just kind of creepily just smiling up at him like that's weird yeah i'm not happy with that smile (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm disturbed this is i don't know it's kind of like his anxiety is about everything like i am always falling apart but Kaneda just seems to be fine all the time no matter what happens and he doesn't give a shit yeah yeah, right. he's just loving life. Everything yeah. works out for him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly? Jealous <Yeah>. much? <laughs> he was the best of us orphans. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes up roses for him. <laughs> His shadow isn't even crumbling. Like, I every know, other shadow is crumbling, but not Canada's. Or the volleyballs, so, yeah. <laughs> but yes, so uh, we get a we get a classic one of the characters yelling the other main character's name. Cut it up. Cut it up. So it's either going to be that or huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he wakes up in uh, the hospital. Yeah. And another green bed that's kind of reminiscent of a the machine that he was in. Oh, that's yeah, true. It's... It's got a lot of, uh, this bed seems to have a lot of features. <laughs> I don't know. It's actually, it's, uh, it's, it's like the Rojin Z bed. 
I, I picture some salesman like slapping the, the headboard. This baby can hold a lot of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> that meme, yeah. So he's got uh, on the, uh, what would you call it? The thing. The thing, yeah, like the, the little uh, Bed table. Bed yeah, table. The bed table, yeah. It's got a, a copy of Mr. Dog magazine oh is it mr dog i thought it was high dog i couldn't see is it high it could be either one probably my notes or no i'm I'm high dog i'm looking at it now it looks like it says hit dog maybe hit dog hit dog you're right my initial note says high dog that's my initial how do i look at it is what's h so h i t is how you spell hit richard I gotta say, I'd rather watch, or I'd rather read Hit Dog than I would uh, High Dog. <laughs> but what about Mister Dog? All right, fair enough. If he's wearing pants, I'm in. Otherwise, I'm going back to Hit Dog. Hit Dog. It's a hit, hit dog. Hitman K9. Oh, that's that's <laughs> there you go. There we go. That's not. I hadn't <laughs> thought of it from that angle. Hit Dog. You just gotta say it different. It's not Hit Dog. It's Hit Dog. He's a Hit Dog. Hit Dog. He's a Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> no disintegrations <laughs> come on Callahan you gotta let me do my thing <laughs> on the other table uh, in the corner of the room we got looks like a baseball magazine ah uh, baseball oh yeah yeah. Yep. and he can have one guest one guest because <laughs> there's just that single chair do you think the nurses are, are reading those magazines no no, they're they're twenty years outdated. <laughs> Who's reading those magazines? Like, why is that hit dog on the bed table? Is what I want to know. It's for when Holmes and Gardens comes and takes uh, shots. <laughs> Hospitals and gardens. Yeah, they're staging the room. They got. They want to sell this hospital. <laughs> I want a glass. I want it empty. I want hit dog, not high dog, on the table. <laughs> Dog. I, get it. I like saying it. It's fun to say. Dog. And then the phone next to the bed. Is that like a Rolodex? That's, yeah. That? What is, is that like what a... is that top part? Yeah. Is it like a video screen, maybe? I imagined it was a video screen because that seemed to be what everybody thought we were going to want in the future until we got it. And we we're like, oh, hell, I don't want, no. I don't want anybody to yes. see me while I'm talking to him on the phone. In 2019, everybody is talking on on video phone. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's like they didn't they didn't know anyone. People don't even want to talk on the phone at all anymore. Fair point. Yeah. Why didn't you text me? <laughs> exactly. So the only the only time people <laughs> use video phones is to record podcasts. Essentially, I mean that's how I that's my experience. I'm sure that generalizes. Well, my experience too. I I don't turn my camera on in my business meetings. <laughs> no. There's some flowers behind the phone, too. Yep. And a little clock. Never a good idea for a hospital patient, by the way. Do not bring flowers. No? No, there's, there's allergens. You know, and it may not just be for the person in the in the room itself, but on the I floor. See, yeah. yeah, that's true. So is the... I, do, I really am curious about this bed and all its features. Like, is the whole bed... So it's got wheels on it. If you remove that bed does the headboard come with it i oh that's a good question i think 
It seems to be one unit to me. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure if you hit the red button on the bed, it turns into Gigantor. (laughs) That's right. It's a Veritech bed. It looks trans. That's what I'm saying, though. This is like the, uh, this is an ancestor of the Rogin Rogin Z bed. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. I don't know what that means. Okay, that's that's another uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. This was the third anime that you know. It's Gigantor, Sailor Moon. Um, so I believe that Rojin Z came out a few years after this. I think like '91, maybe. And it's it wasn't drawn by Otomo, so the animation style is different. But it's written by him, maybe directed or partially directed. But it's uh, I recommend it too. It's it's kind of like a dark comedy about how they treat the elderly and like you know infirm senile people like how do we sweep mm. them under the rug so that we can live our lives mm. and they do it by having like this super bed that like takes care of him but the bed like gains sentience and starts adding like other machines to itself and essentially becomes like a mecca almost <laughs> it's pretty and it's like cart like cartman's trapper keeper yes <laughs> yes <laughs> so <laughs> And it's uh, it has a lot of the Katsuhiro Otombo humor in it. It's a pretty funny movie. So, but you uh, you had me at uh, dark comedy about the infirm, <laughs> right? That's you didn't, you didn't need to sell it any further. <laughs> Rojin, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think the thread count is on these sheets? Thirty. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, I don't even know what. I mean, I I know the words. What's a good thread count. Yeah. I don't know what thread count means actually, but. <laughs> Not a sheet guy. But, uh, I mean, I like sheets, but what do what do you think, Major? What's the thread count? Oh, they they got to be jersey sheets, uh, fully fitted, uh, pure cotton. Uh, so you know, it's not about the thread count; it's about the comfort. You know, and when you got the fresh uh, cotton sheets, you can go ahead and have your nightmares and and sweat through them, much like he is right now. So and uh, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Absolutely, the, 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 that that flop sweat or that nightmare sweat will just wick away yeah 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 <laughs> i think you meant neo yeah, jersey you'll, you'll you'll be back in in nightmare land in no time <laughs> with those sweet jersey sheets so I, I i wasn't sure when to bring this up i guess this is as good a time as any do you guys remember this playstation one game galarians vaguely i don't think i ever I had don't. it but uh what can you remind us about it it's uh it's kind of like um a survival horror game and it had it's i i, <laughs> I pulled it out like a few months ago and tried to try to play it again it's got like the the tank controls like the first resident evil or the first couple of resident evil games had where you have to like turn and then move, you can only move forward. You can't move side to side, so you have to like turn, sure. move forward, turn, move forward. Anyway, the, it's, it makes it very difficult to play. But anyway, the the plot is that you play as this young man uh, with psychic, with barely controlled psychic powers, like in a hospital. Hmm. Part of the health system is that you have to take drugs to control your psychic powers. And if you you run out of drugs and your psychic powers go out of control and like you kill any anybody like nearby, sounds familiar. Uh, 
It does sound a little bit I was just about to say it sounds like a wildly original idea, and I love it. I'm going to get it now. I'm going to pull my PS1 out of storage. Um, who, uh, Who made that game? Let me let me pull it up here. I'm gonna say like Atlas or something. That's just what <laughs> pops into mind. That's my guess. Polygon Magic. Polygon Magic. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and I guess there was a sequel for uh, with for the PlayStation Two. Um, Is that a Japanese company? Polygon Magic. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a Japanese game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the the sequel Galarian's Ash is for the PlayStation Two. I have I haven't played that one. Yeah, I mean I I got it because <laughs> because of my love for this movie. It's like <laughs> oh, I gotta check this game. Out. Yeah, like, because Tetsuo. I want. I've always wanted Tetsuo. to be Tetsuo. Yeah, see if I explode <laughs> into like a huge monster at the end. That's that's just how the game ends, and there's nothing you yeah. can do about it. <laughs> that's, uh, but that's more of a more of a parasite eve kind of thing i guess yeah true <laughs> yeah i wish the controls were better <laughs> so that it was actually playable but those... yeah that sounds annoying so real quick just so because we teased it on monday is there a significance of everything uh crumbling in shadow and if there isn't let's come up with one <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know. I mean, it's just like, uh, I think it's just Tetsuo's world. I mean, it's just, he's losing control. His world is falling apart. And like, as Jack was noting earlier, it's just like his insecurity. Maybe he all, he feels like he's always in the shadow of others. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. That was deep, right? Pretty. Uh, Yeah. It's pretty profound insight. See the magic that can come. <laughs> See how, uh, like Tetsuo's always in other people's shadows, and he's insecure. And uh, Kaneda's outside the shadow, and he can't be like Kaneda, and everything falls apart for him. That's my analysis. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I am I'm open for alternate theories. Well, look, anything he touches, including his shadow turns to uh to crumbled ash i like it <laughs> also it just looks cool that's why they did it well let's be honest there's the <laughs> yeah there's the there's the real answer i mean the russo brothers knew as well yep yeah it looks dope <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right then we switch to um was this uh well canada wakes up right and Canada wakes up yeah is this the first time in the movie where we've seen like a physical consequence of his powers because he he freaks out and like blows up the light fixtures in the room inadvertently i mean if you don't count the uh the special paton uh that uh manifested in uh dr onishi's scopes i don't count that because that's just a measurement by a machine like Machine is in the physical world. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that pot, that paton <laughs> ain't so special. Dude. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. I can't remember because the only thing we've seen so far was this freak out, like on the street, right? Yeah, it was this freak out on the street. I mean, the only the only reason that we know he has powers is that Doctor Onishi has told us that he has a special paton, right? And then we saw his uh, his visions 
on the street. He's having that uh, Mr. Burns moment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is a, this is a, an escalation. Yeah, step up. Shit is for real, yo. Well, I hope it works out for this crazy kid. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Daiju, but Daiju. He's in a hospital. What could go wrong? Yeah, he's safe. <laughs> and so is everyone around him. Nobody dies in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one place you can live. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was on to, uh, yeah, on to the nursery. On to the nursery. Get this pink bed in the middle of this uh, convention center carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're a casino, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> We're a casino. Okay. <laughs> this Kyoko ever wants to, you know, trip the light fantastic across the floor. Why not? I mean, this, this, we see a machine that looks like a slot machine right here. <laughs> <laughs> they actually hold the uh, Cirque du Soleil shows here. Um, this is a temporary holding for right now. The knobs on his machine. It looks like, uh, and the buttons, I mean, it looks like a synthesizer. It looks like like uh, maybe he bought this from Daft Punk after they broke up. <laughs> I could feel it coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it, uh, it's pretty cool. It's Yeah, it's got that. Yeah, it's like, a, I love the, the chunky button feel of a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you can hear the this is, click as as the knob is turned. Yeah, you know, there's those aren't like dimmers, but you know, there's like a definite on those dials. There's a definite click to what to each position, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gives weight. It gives weight to the to the to the machine itself. Yeah. yeah, and this is this is like more the vision of the future that I grew up with and that I favor instead of now in movies where everything just looks like you know iPods or. Apple products Touch or whatever. Controls, yeah. I right. I like these big glowing buttons and you know, like aliens or or alien or two thousand ten or whatever. <laughs> or Star Wars. Or Star Wars. Yeah. I guess I guess I watched Star Wars as a a lot as a kid now that I think about it. <laughs> did you? That's so crazy. I did too. Really? Wow. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about it sometime. Weird. <laughs> did you hide it from your friends and family like I did? My secret shame. It was. It was the dark times. Yeah, there was no before the prequels. That is the thing. Those those early nineties, late eighties, dark times. Yeah. Yeah. Before the empire. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just noticed the vent on the side too. Yeah. Was of great detail. Oh wow! Like this thing runs hot. And doubles as an ATM. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we get we get like a better view of like the backside i got more notes on it like for later minutes it's it's a really great it's almost uh parts of it are jury rigged it's like yeah it's like not meant to be in this situation but they kind of like made it work yeah they, that would make sense it's, right it's not a commercial psychic girl monitoring machine they had to kind of throw it together <laughs> not off the shelf well i mean yeah because it was daft punks so they had to See, but I, I I would believe that Daft Punk would have a a psychic, yeah. <laughs> a psychic girl monitor yeah. on it. And like the the in the back, it looks like it had like the duct tape some of the connections. Yeah, maybe they had a cat chewing on it like I do. 
This is uh, the debut of Kyoko, though, right? In the movie? Yeah, that's why I didn't... Uh, I don't think we... Do we hear her name in this minute? No. no. She's just a, a wizened girl. Yeah. Number 25. Number 25, yep. We get to the colonel, Shikishima, takes her hand, and we see that 25 tattooed on there. He's weirdly tender toward her. Yeah. That's, yeah. you don't see the side of the colonel often. No, I don't think we see that with anybody else mm. in the movie. Yeah, even the other boys, even, he's not very gentle with them. No. He's really not, right? And and what I'm pulling from that is that the colonel was brought in after so much of this was already done. You know, I would say, like, later in the experimentation process. Yeah. Because, you know, he seems like the kind who would have raised his hand and stopped it or in some way have been, you guys don't know what you're doing. This is ridiculous. Uh, stopped it before it got too far. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, do we know he, the Colonel's backstory? We'll get more of his, his viewpoints on that. I think later in the, in the week, sure. but I'm not sure I agree with you, but he does seem too young to have been there at the beginning. Yeah. I don't think he was. Yeah, that's true. Although, yeah, you know, as a, as a fit military guy, maybe he ages really well. Well, what, 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 do you, what do we think his age is? I think he was 42. I think that's, that's what my research showed me. Oh, really? He has a canonical... Yeah. I would have said, like, 60. Really? I was, I was really? thinking, like, late 40s at most. But he is pretty... Oh, yeah. look, I, I could go for he's, 42, yeah. I mean, that's the answer. He, right? he doesn't have the crow's feet of a late 40 person. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is he your docusay, Richard? Uh, no. <laughs> and not if he's 42. He's a whippersnapper. It's definitely even below Kohai territory. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, this room, like the, the atmosphere here, though, like this opening shot is... I love it. It's very, uh, like, dreamy. Because we don't see what is going on in this seemingly vast room at all. It's just yeah, pink bed in the darkness with only a machine and two guys standing around it. It's very surreal almost. Like you, you could be forgiven for thinking this is another dream happening for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's almost like a stage production. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) I mean, I, we usually you put the bed next to a wall. I don't know. Right. Most, (laughs) most bedrooms that I've had, (laughs) that's what I've done. Yeah, I would feel very uncomfortable, like, sleeping in the middle of this vast room like that. It's a nice bed, though. Sure is. Looks comfy. What do you think the thread count is, (laughs) (laughs) Don? This is, yeah, it's like... Do you you think it smells? Do you think it's, like, perfumed? A little rose petal scent? I imagine it is. It's like the perfect dream bed for a little rich girl or something. Yeah. I mean, she's done up with lipstick. I imagine that she goes all the way and, and wants some perfume, and they like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I never had really thought about that until watching these minutes, how she wears, like, lipstick and makeup. And it's weird, but I think it's kind of, like, shows she still just wants to be, like, a little girl yeah, looking beautiful or whatever. Right. It's kind of an interesting detail, like, Sure, they don't make her do that. That's just something she wants to do. It's probably what kind of pulls on the colonel's yeah heartstrings. Yeah, 
kind of makes it so obvious that the this weird thing that they're doing the predicament that she's in yeah yeah like yeah this, there's a very uh protective quality to the way he treats her yeah and i don't, I, yeah, I don't think judging from like what we hear from him later in the week i don't think he would have stopped it but that doesn't mean that he's not he's still like he would be he's trying to be as kind as he can be yeah within the framework of the orders that he has to follow or the actions that he believes he has to take but i would imagine um the way she accepts him you know she she reaches out her hand and and uh takes his kind of you know where you're saying like he's protecting her she certainly seems to feel safe around him and uh and and that you know that that does show probably that they have some um history of 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 that of of this tenderness from him and i don't know it's maybe he's done something to help her or to protect her maybe there has been some specific history where she knows that she can she can trust him to at least to some extent yeah yeah well i i i think it's great i think it's a great example of uh uh show don't tell yeah 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 especially like contrasted with the doctor who never seems to think of them as like people really they're just interesting data points for him right 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 except this one of the best scenes best moments of this minute is that she said near the end she says i had a dream and both the doctor and the colonel exchange this look like oh shit uh, yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh snap did you hear that this is a but, fuck. That, but that's great because you know like so many times when somebody's like oh man i had this dream so, and i just get this like, kind of okay, like glazed look where i'm like ah oh, boy you were you yeah. were there but like you weren't you but um, you weren't you and we were in high school, but it wasn't the high school I went to, but I knew it was the high school we went to. You're like, yeah, I know. It's a dream. I got it. My teeth were falling out. <laughs> I was crumbling. <laughs> and then nowadays I'm like, oh, you remember your dream. You were able to get into uh, REM. Oh, excellent. How nice for you. Yeah, yeah jelly. <laughs> <laughs> sleep what's that you're coming around bragging about your dreams <laughs> yep and then we hear her say a uh, dark shadow something something machiga kuroi the town is black the town is black the way japanese sentence structure works that's all we get in this minute we don't we don't know unless we're reading the subtitles <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and obviously from their reaction, they knew it wasn't going to be like, oh, man, I had a dream. It was awesome. Everything's going to work out. It's going to be aces. And, Colonel, you're going to meet somebody. Oh, you're going to meet somebody. (laughs) She's reading his poem. (laughs) All right, anything else on minute 37? That's all I got. Yeah, I'm good. All right, Major, can you make it back here tomorrow? As the sun will rise, so shall I be here. All right. It's like something out of a dream. (laughs) What's a duck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we hope uh, 
you'll meet us here in your dreams or our dreams. <laughs> we got more of uh, this little girl's dreams tomorrow here on Akira Man.